What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back for another episode of Black News, a podcast where we break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. Now let's get into it. Tupac Shakur was murdered about 27 years ago in Las Vegas. And we've been hearing rumors about who killed Tupac in Las Vegas for 27 years. People have been admitting or talking about the part that they played in Tupac's murder that happened 27 years ago. And now after 27 years, there has been an arrest made finally in the murder of Tupac Shakur on the Las Vegas Strip. 27 years. Now, let me say this too, before I get into the details. And this is just a testament of time and where we are now versus them. Tupac got shot on a Las Vegas strip. In 2023, there are cameras on every, all up and down that strip. You can't do nothing up and down no strip in Las Vegas without having it on footage in some capacity. They even 27 years ago had camera footage inside of the hotel where Tupac was seen fighting one of the people who were allegedly a part of murdering him. They saw what happened on the inside, but you telling me after 27 years, then nobody had no footage or nothing. And wasn't no, there wasn't nothing. They just, they just had that one picture being taken of Tupac and, and Suge Knight in the car with Tupac and getting caught off guard. That was the only picture or footage y'all had, but whatever. The point is Dwayne Keefe D Davis has been charged with the murder of Tupac Shakur. Now, uh, allegedly, okay, I'm just gonna say allegedly. Allegedly, and I have not heard this, I have not heard the video because I was not, I was, I was one of those people that thought Tupac was still in the Bahamas, okay? I thought he was in the Bahamas, so I'm gonna give it a buck. But apparently, and allegedly, KVD been saying that he was a passenger in the car that was responsible for murdering Tupac. They say he's been saying this since 1998. They said people have been saying there have been reports that he was doing interviews saying this since 1998 and confessed to police in 2009. Now, for whatever reason, they could not use his confession. I don't know. I'm I'm going to assume, and this is just all assumption, allegedly assumption. Okay. That's, we're going to throw that out there first. I'm going to assume that it was kind of similar to what happened to Bill Cosby. Remember Bill Cosby did a deposition and everything that he said about drugging women could not be used until years later, they found a loophole and a way around it to be able to then use that to convict him of a crime. I'm going to assume without doing any or having any a a specific evidence to back up this theory that that may have been what happened in this case, because I don't understand why you can confess to doing something unless you have some form of immunity or protection. With that in mind, he has been charged. He, Keefe D has been charged. Is it key for Keefe? I'm going to say Keefe charged with murder with the use of a deadly weapon. The way it sounds is that he was not the person that fired the weapon. He was the air quote shot caller, as they used to call that the point position or or that that person who, again, called the shots pretty self self-explanatory. 
And for years, the rumor was that the person who shot Tupac was in the backseat. This guy was one of the, it was in the passenger seat. The other people in the car have now died. I don't know how, I think I heard one died in a, like in a gang related shootout. I don't know how the other person died. Keefe D has been uh, said to have mentioned at some point, allegedly, that there are only two people living, still living that know what happened that night. And it's him and Suge Knight. Suge Knight has also apparently responded and said he ain't saying nothing. He don't want Keefe D to go to jail. There was a raid on Keefe D's house that led up to this where, well, his wife's house in Las Vegas, let me say, where they took multiple laptops, hard drives, pictures, books. It seemed like from what I was reading in reports, they were trying to find some written documentation or something from him where he said that he was responsible for the murder of Tupac. And again, I'm going to assume that it was because his confession they could not use that. So they had to find another time or a way for him to have admitted it in order to convict him on that. I'm just assuming I did not go to law school. Okay. I went to the University of Law and Order SVU. Okay. I went to um, uh, Law and Order Criminal Intent A&T University. That's where I went. Okay. Law and Order A&T. That's where I went. So all of this could be ridiculous as far as my, me putting two and two together, but it sound good. From, it sound, it sound legit. Like Loki, keep it a book. Y'all know it sound pretty accurate, but according to reports, Tupac's murder was allegedly in retaliation for what happened inside the Vegas hotel prior to that. If y'all remember seeing clips and footage after the Mike Tyson fight in Las Vegas, Tupac and his crew left the fight. They were still in the casino. A fight broke out. You saw Tupac and his boys stumping some dude out, stumping him. That was a part of Keefe D's crew from what I'm hearing. And that's when they put the plan into motion to murder Tupac Shakur. And let me take a pause to say one, I'm glad this has finally happened. Lock they ass up. But this is how ridiculous gang violence is. Imagine you getting your ass whooped, right? You get your ass whooped and you so mad about getting your ass whooped that you plan to murder somebody and in their death, you make them even more popular than they were before, during, after they whooped your ass. I never really understood being that mad at a stranger to the point where I would risk my life, risk possible imprisonment. And in this case, it ain't no prison because the person who, who shot the bullet, he ain't go to jail for it. But you, y'all get what I'm saying. Imagine being that mad where I'm going to shoot somebody and then the person I shoot became larger than life. What jokes on you? I just don't. It, all that to say, I am still very upset that Tupac was murdered those years ago. 
I was a huge fan of Tupac. I told y'all many times. I thought I was gonna marry Tupac when I turned eighteen. I was he was gonna see me because if you look at Kadada, pictures, look at pictures of Kadada. Kadada okay, Kadada Jones. I kind of looked like Kadada, so I used to be like, yo, when he when he meet me, I might have that personality. I got these jokes. He gonna be like, yes, you. All that aside, Tupac not his murder not being solved these many years is just it's a slap in the face to black people it was a slap in the face to hip-hop it was a slap in the face to his family and it was a slap in the face to people with common sense but i'm glad somebody finally decided you know what maybe we need to move on the information that we have for all of these years i'm wondering next if somebody gonna put the pressure on uh biggie's murder because uh, clearly it, that seems to be still unsolved as well but let me know what y'all thought about it. And if y'all heard any other information about this that I did not necessarily catch or insert into this conversation. Rest in peace forever, as always, to the legendary Tupac. And hit me up and let me know your thoughts about all this. You can find me on social media at Cornelia. This past week, there were a few recent viral moments that popped up on our timelines and all of our, all of our social media feeds prompted by Ebony K. Williams. And in case y'all don't know who Ebony K. Williams, I'm actually, a fan. I like Ebony K. Williams. Okay. I fools with Ebony K. Williams. She is, um, an attorney. She has, was on the Real Housewives of New York. I do not watch Real Housewives, but I remember she was on there because she called out a couple of people for being racist. And, and, and apparently that's what they deserved and needed because it, it just be happening and going unchecked. Allegedly, I don't want it was allegedly racist. Um, she has a, a podcast that she hosts called Holding Court. She also has a show on The Grio, a news like a black news type of show that covers hot topics and politics and things that are happening within the black community. She also apparently has a judge show coming out uh, with her as one of the, the judges. So looking forward to that. But overall, Ebony K. Williams sparked another debate that people were arguing and barking about that it, it, it turned into a week long conversation. I'm going to play it here and talk about it because it was such a hot button topic. And I feel like as black news listeners, we can relate to it. And honestly, these are the spirited debates and discussions that I think we should keep having as black people. So I'm gonna play it and then we'll get into it. The reality that needs to be said out loud is that as black men age, their desirability increases. Thus their optionality of women is always expanding. And the exact opposite is true for black women. Mm -hmm. As we age, doesn't matter how much money we accumulate, our degrees or professional accolades, the reality is, is that our marriage and partnership market value is depreciating with every passing year. No matter how good we look, no matter how fit we are, men are still seeing primarily our presumed dwindling fertility as a knock against us. And speaking of fertility, that is another reason that I want younger black women to seek marriage and partnership in college or right after, if that's what they choose. Because the number of college-educated black men is so low when compared to black college-educated women that we're all going to be targeting the same small pool of men. And as we heard today, on most campuses, there's like seven black women students for every one black man student. Y'all do the math. So here's my advice. 
If you are a young black woman in college and you know in your heart and in your head that you want to prioritize family, I suggest that you simultaneously pursue that MRS degree right along with that BA or JD. Because the handful of black college-age men that actually do desire to get married soon, and they do share that value system, and family is a priority for them too, y'all, that is an incredibly small pool, and it's shrinking as you get older. And by the time you reach my age, 40, you will be faced with different choices relating to life partnership and motherhood. Now, I'm not saying that delaying marriage or motherhood is a bad option, but it's one that comes with its own consequences. And our women deserve to know on the front end of their decision making instead of on the back half. Now, this got people mad again. Y'all remember Ebony K. Williams was the one that they asked, Ayala asked if she would date the bus driver and she said, yeah, he'd be on the bus. And y'all heard me go on a rant on here, Black News, talking about the fact that Ebony K. Williams wouldn't even be in the same situation or the same room. She ain't in the same environment with a bus driver. So asking her that question was disrespectful off top because where would she even meet a bus driver? No disrespect to bus drivers. She just would not. She Where's she going to meet a bus driver, y'all? But I, I like the conversation that this is sparking because it is very relatable content. Now, let me tell you. When I was a young pup, okay, now marriage and family was always in the back of my mind, but I didn't go into college with that as my top desire. I have goals and always have had goals and dreams and aspirations. I also have friends who that, whose goals, that, that was their top priority for them regarding their goals. They wanted to get married and have kids early and they wanted to set themselves up. I also have friends whose families had those conversations with them. My family did not. That is not was not a part of our family discussions. But what I want to kind of agree with her on is her fa- the fact that she said, if that's what they choose, if a young woman, black woman wants and prioritizes family, and that is important to her. Because what I want us to not do is I've been seeing comments, comments from people saying black women shouldn't be taught to focus on kids and family. They should be taught to get their education and get their degrees and have their independence. Some women don't want that. Let's stop putting lives on people that they don't want. There is no shame in wanting family and partnership and marriage and kids starting at a young age. Every woman don't want to be independent and everybody can't do it. Same way with entrepreneurs. Everybody can't be an entrepreneur. Somebody got to clock into these nine to fives. Okay. But from a woman who is now 40 plus, I wish I were one healthy enough mentally and had myself together to be able to have received this information if somebody gave it to me and was ready to pursue serious relationships in that capacity. But I wish there were more conversations with women uh, in that capacity because what does happen once you leave college, the pool of men, it don't be, y'all, I thought, I thought it was going to be an unlimited pool of men, a black man of quality y'all there is not an unlimited pool of quality black men there may be but they are not ever and have never been in in such a concentrated area as they were in college settings 
Let me say that again. Once I left college, personally, I have not seen that big of a pool of single and available men who are striving toward success and are on the brink of success and, and all had similar ideas and mindsets about life goals than there were when I was in college. That pool did not show up anywhere else. So I agree with Ebony K. Williams in the sense to say, if that is what you want, start looking for it in college simultaneously. She's not saying ignore going to school, ignore focusing on your education. We can do multiple things at once. We're just saying date with intention. And another clip she was saying, cause she went on the breakfast club and was debating this as well. People in, in white demographics don't have these types of debates because as a family, they're not ashamed to have these conversations with their daughters and their sons. It seems like in the black community, we have a problem with it because somewhere along the way, we start to feel weirdly talking about relationship in the sense of what it actually was. There's also another part that she touched on, not in this particular clip in depth, but she did more on her follow-up rebuttal and as well as again on The Breakfast Club. Y'all, please listen to all of those clips and those um, segments because that was some good debating. Y'all, listen, I love me some in, I love me some good conversation, okay? The one point that needs to be highlighted because as again, it's relatable content to me and at 40 years old, looking Behind me at my younger years, I wish someone would have, not even that, I take that back. I, I've had women in my life give me advice to set me up to put myself in a better position. I'm a female uh, stand-up comedian. As you know, there are a lot of women in comedy who are unmarried and they get older and older and they don't have children. I have a lot of friends, associates, colleagues with shoulda, coulda, woulda stories about how they should have frozen their eggs or they should have taken family more seriously or they, if relationships weren't always an option, they, if they would have known to save their money, they could have put themselves in a position to be able to possibly have a family later. I've heard all of those stories, which arm me with the tools that I have right now to be able to make informed decisions. So the part that Ebony K. Williams was saying, which I want black women to align with again. If you do want kids, we don't have an, uh, our time clock is not unlimited. If that is what you want, if you really want that one, do not be ashamed of it. Lean into it. Do not be ashamed if you want family and kids and marriage and, and that traditional home life and, and environment. But if you are unable to take the steps or to find a partner or partnership, because it ain't as easy as just going on campus and getting you a boyfriend and y'all turn into marriage. It ain't easy. You, everybody don't connect with everybody. Sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. But with that in mind, start to save your money. Start to ask your health insurance at your job what benefits they offer in regards to family planning fertility benefits see what they're offering more jobs are offering those benefits than they were before because i'm gonna tell you right now when i started work back in the day nobody was offering that it was all out of pocket now employers and employees are demanding that is a part of their benefits package 
So start asking those questions. See what your insurance covers. See what they pay, um, what, what, how, which percentage and how much you'd have to pay out of pocket. Do it as early as possible. Start to put money to the side. Don't, you know, maybe you got to hold off on taking some vacation or you can't eat out or get your Starbucks for, for a while in order to save them coins. But if it's actually what you want, a family, kids, and you want to be able to shore yourself up so that in case you do not have a husband or a boyfriend or a life partner, that you won't miss out on your opportunity to have what you want, start setting yourself up. As older women, we need to start having these conversations with younger women. We need to set people up for success. And in the case of Ebony K. Williams, I completely agree with her statements, especially around those two points. Arm people with the information. This ain't doom and gloom. Ain't nobody trying to make nobody feel bad or scared about the future. We're trying to make sure that you get what you want. Now, I rarely, I'm y'all, in my, the circles that I'm in, the conversations about egg freezing and relationships, they happen all the time. So I'm rarely in spaces where people are fighting against that type of information. But based on the social media responses, it seemed like a lot of people were in disagreement with her statements. So what do y'all think? Do y'all think, what do y'all think the approach should be when talking to younger women about the wants and desires and family? I know people are going to say, stop trying to, stop having these conversations with women. We should start having these with men. That's true. But when it comes to family planning and the, the contingency plan that you need to fall into in case there is no man around, that is a conversation for women. So what do y'all think? Let me know your thoughts about this. I know that was a lot to kind of digest. It was a mouthful, but hit me up. I'm really anxious to know what you think. You can find me at Cornelia on social media. After what seemed like it was a year long tour, and wrapping up this past week in Kansas City, Missouri, Beyonce Nose Carter announced that she is now dropping a freaking movie. Y'all, she just keep giving us the goods. I just, she just, she keep giving it to us. You know, she just keep, she just unstoppable. I mean, it just, I just, she just keep giving it to us. Y'all, Beyonce Knows Carter has a movie coming out December 1st. It is the concert experience. It's supposedly, allegedly footage from the concert, behind the scenes family stuff. Her prepping for Renaissance, the album and the tour is giving us all of, somebody said, allegedly it's going to be some of the visuals in there. We're getting all of that on December 1st. I already got my tickets. Okay, I got my movie theater tickets $28. That's how much it was. And side note, there's a dog barking because he probably excited as excited as I am. But the details after the concert in Kansas City, Missouri, y'all know I was watching him on the bootleg Instagram live. Somebody was at the concert IG live and then I watched the show. Okay. Once the show wrapped the preview, the trailer for the movie immediately came on the large screens, giving us two minutes full of teaser. Tickets went on sale. I got an email from Fandango that night saying, hey, get your pre-order your tickets. Yay. The first rumor was that it's going to be at AMC theaters only. But now, nah, y'all, this is every theater, honey. This is a full-on movie. 
And apparently, allegedly, we don't know if it's true or not. This is act two. Y'all know it was supposed to be three acts. Act one was the album. We were talking about what's act two and act three. Somebody was rumored saying act two was the visuals. The act three was a joint album with her and Jay-Z. Some people were saying act two was going to be a whole R&B album with ballad. We didn't know. This might be act two. Even if it ain't, keep giving it to me. Give it all to me. I'm going to be in there. Y'all going? I'm not wearing no, I'm not dressing up again. No, I ain't wearing no more silver. I'm sorry. Y'all going to get my, y'all going to get these. I got a track suit that I'm waiting to pull out when it get cold. It's going to be December. Okay. I'm going to wear a track suit. I might buy me some new sneakers. I might buy me, buy me some new tennis shoes. I got some new balances that I just bought the cute ones. I might put them on, but I'm not wearing no more silver. I'm sorry. It's going to be late and dark. I'm tired. I can't do it. B, I got you on the ticket. I might get some snacks at the concession, but I'm not wearing, I'm not buying no more clothes. What are y'all looking forward to? I can't wait. I know it's going to be good. They said it's going to be over two hours. We're going to be in there all night. I can't wait. What y'all are most looking forward to are y'all who did not buy concert tickets laughing at us for buying tickets because now you're going to get to see everything. Personally, I paid that experience was well worth every dollar and I would do it again. So jokes on you man man what do y'all think hit me up and let me know your thoughts you can find me on social media on this week's episode of black news we talked about the arrest that was made in the murder of tupac shakur that happened about 27 years ago We also talked about the most recent viral clips that hit the social media webs uh, in response to Ebony K. Williams and some of the statements that she has made about young girls pursuing marriage and family. And we also discussed the new Beyonce movie that's going to hit theaters December 1st. Hit me up and let me know your your thoughts about all these topics, some or none, and I'll check back with you guys next time. That's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thanks again. Thank you. And thank you again so much for sticking with us, supporting the podcast, liking and subscribing on all apps where podcasts can be heard, rating five stars and leaving a comment. It helps more than you know. So I really, really appreciate it. And keep sharing Black News with all of your friends and family. Be sure to hit me up on social media if you got ideas for topics. Or just hit me up in general to let me know you've been listening. Let me know your thoughts. I'm at Canelia on all platforms across the board. That's at Canelia like Kenny and Ophelia. Also check my website. I got some shows coming up in Los Angeles County. Hopefully get on the road soon. But for now, if you're in the LA area, hit me up. Check Canelia.com for show dates and details. And as always, thanks again so much guys i hope you have a fantastic week keep supporting keep growing keep building keep staying safe and keep staying healthy as always again i'll see you back here next time same time same place bye